on the spot for you once again at the beginning of the uh, podcast. Yeah, go on, go on. Do your best robot impression now. I, I'm sorry, Richie, I can't let you do that. Ah, oh, now that's very interesting. That, that was the one from 2001. Was he called Hal? Is that it the name Hal. of that robot? It's it my favourite favourite baddie robot. That's really impressive. Now, you see, I was reading Rocco a book earlier on today, and uh, it's got a robot in it. Oh, brilliant. Uh, so I, when, I, when I read kids' books, I, I, a bit of a Brian Kant, actually. I kind of go I've through heard the... that rumour. That's what people have <laughs> been saying in the office. <laughs> I kind of go through the voices a little bit. Um, and I tried a robot. I thought it was a very good one. I hadn't done a robot for a very long while. I just thought I'd see what yours was well, like. Well, you obviously absolutely graced us with your Cornish impression on yesterday's podcast. Obviously, people are coming back for more. <laughs> Give us a bit of robot. What kind of, just before you do your robot, yep. what kind of robot is it? Um... A very robotized robot. What does it look like? Is it like a, a, a classic metal toy robot from the 1920s robot? Think the uh, emoji for robot, yeah. Okay. Yeah, very, very boxy head, boxy face. The classic sci-fi robot that we've all come to love. Yeah, exactly. Okay, everyone, just close your eyes if you're listening to this right now. Maybe you've got it on in a train or whatever with the earphones. <laughs> close your eyes and here's a robot. Home time show, absolute radio. That's pretty good. I imagine you use a little tiny robot, little tiny wind-up robot. Yeah. What I do have a concern about, though, is obviously, as you've just heard the robot I've done there, a lot of effort goes into reading Rocco these stories. And I'm not entirely certain he realised how, how, how good he's got it. Uh, you, you almost, like, uh, completely change your body shape and everything to get into character. I do. I have to well. kind of um, make my neck go a little bit jab of the hut. It's, in many ways, I would say... 80% robot, 20% voice box. Thank you very much. Give it another go. Uh, okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for <laughs> downloading this podcast. I'm going to call this particular part of the podcast the day. Okay. Okay, so um, you can carry on if you want. It's fine. No, or you can get into the show. It's, it's cool. But I'm just knocking it on the head. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Probably best at this point to say Bush and I are really tired Really today. tired. Really, really tired. Overtired. Here you go. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Green Days, welcome to Paradise. Hometime underway. Absolute Radio. Thursday afternoon is Bush and Richie. Ten weeks of tickets after five. Bob Dylan, Neil Young as Who Claims Wins Returns. I think it's fair to say it's roasting hot pretty much everywhere today. Mm. You know, sometimes when you talk about like hot weather and stuff, sometimes there's always one little part of the United Kingdom that isn't hot. But I think today, everywhere's hot. We've finally got rid of the humidity. We've got the blue skies. It's beautiful. I feel like summer has properly arrived today. It's kind of a gear change, and you probably feel it too. But isn't it a shame that in the papers, and you can almost see it now, they always have a girl in a bikini from Brighton. It's going to happen. For example, Gemma from Hove is sizzling in a 30-degree temperature, and she might be on the beach, that kind of thing. And, and we were just thinking earlier on, we do live in a more enlightened era. We want to open it up to everyone and give you guys, all of you guys, the chance to be the star of the hot not, hot weather, not just Gemma from Hove sizzling in 30-degree temperatures on the beach in a bikini. Do you know what I mean? You could be stood outside the back of your office uh, with uh, your tie undone with your workmates having a cheeky vape. You guys could be the home-time stunners. You could be sat there. Uh, maybe you've just decided to get...
get the big shop done during the course of the daytime when everyone else is at work and you're just having five minutes out with all the bags for life. You could be a hometime stunner. Speaking of bags, you could be walking the school run home with about seven bags hanging off your shoulder. Why couldn't you be? You might be sweating cobs, but get in touch with us. You could be our hometime stunner. So all we need is you to tweet us a little photo at Absolute Radio. And this doesn't could just be, not just be you, might be you and some friends if you're working on exactly. a building site. Uh, and maybe give us a bit of detail. So maybe it's Mike, John and Liam sizzling in 28 degree heat in Brighton. Well, yeah, with the location, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's almost this could almost be in tomorrow's newspapers. I think so. We're doing the work for them. 8, 12, 15, you could be our hometime stunner. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. U2's Pride. It's home time, Absolute Radio. Bush and Richie. It's the no repeat guarantee Thursday afternoon. And Richie and I come bearing gifts today. Uh, we're giving you, right at the start of the show, the opportunity, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, to become our hometime stunner. It's clearly very, very hot temperatures, as you know, you're all aware, it's roasting hot. It doesn't always have to be that same model called Gemma or whatever that they have no. in a bikini, sweltering in 30-degree heat on Brighton seafront. This is your time. So if you are currently at work in hot temperatures, whatever the environment, do tweet us a picture at Absolute Radio, or you can text 81215, and you could be our hometime stunner. Now, the first one that comes through on the text, uh, he describes himself like this, Ginger Jack burning in Castleford. Right. Now, what I like about this as well is we're getting away from the coast right Castleford's yeah. not coastal why does it have to be a coastal picture it normally is just going through the sea and the sand and all that kind of thing it could be an NCP car park in Birmingham course, be on the roof of course it could be do you know what I mean be, yeah. it could be that it really could be yeah. that uh, what temp- current temperature in Castleford what are we looking at just looked it up 22 degrees that's not it's alright isn't it yeah. we'll take that <laughs> we'll take that he hasn't sent us in the actual photo yet. Just, just the, he's teasing us with the detail. He is, yeah, and it's beautiful detail. A beautiful, beautiful detail. So get involved now. Text eight twelve fifteen. We could be featuring you next after Republica. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. If you're putting some cabling in, why can't you be a home time stunner? You well, don't, of course you can be. You don't have to be in a in like a bikini. Or on a seafront, you can be anywhere you like. Or, for example, if you're like Phil and Kyle in a kitchen who have sent us pictures of themselves. Uh, look like they're, well, looks like Phil is frying something up, but he is topless apart from his jogging bottoms. Uh, and Stay uh, the tattoos on him as well. <laughs> and an it, apron, he looks gorgeous. Who do you think is the person in the actual picture? I think that is Phil. Phil has got tattoos like the wall of a service station toilet. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. (laughs) Brian says, uh, this is Dana working for me. Uh, His mate basically is on top of a roof, so he's a roofer, but he's doing something with the top of his... You know, they have a little bum crack on the show. He says he's going to have some sore bum in the morning. Make sure you do apply sun lotion if you're, like, on a roof or whatever. But he's a home-time stunner. Uh, Maxine rightly points out that the pets don't need to be ignored with these kind of pictures as well. This is all-inclusive, this. Her and her baby husky cross uh, lounging on a beautiful sun lounger. We're getting that as well. Uh, Hi, guys. Nikki in Essex here, loving the new bikini and giving my neighbour a cheeky peek. Looks like one of those saucy postcards from uh, the Victorian era, isn't it? And how did Grant Davidson, who says Grant from thir- he's, Grant, who's thirty-three from Sandbach, thirty-four C bra, sunbathing in the office in Manchester. <laughs> Hashtag work can wait, and he appears to be just in his pants in his work seat. Wonderful. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, 
Let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Perfect music. It's perfect, isn't it? For the weather. It's Bob Marley, Three Little Birds. It's almost like we planned this, isn't it? We don't just throw it together. We don't just throw it together, folks. It's home time. It's Bush and Richie. It's Absolute Radio Thursday afternoon on Absolute Radio. Of course, we're uh, sipping away on the show squash as we go. What flavour is it again? Apple and pear. Robinson's real fruit and barley in every drop. And when you've got a hot day like this, it really is coming into its own this week. Uh, giving you guys an incredible opportunity uh, to become our hometime stunners today. You know what it's like in the papers. They always have someone on a beach in a bikini in Brighton or whatever, sizzling in 30-degree temperatures. Get rid of all that. We're a more, it's a more enlightened time. You could be on a building site. You could still be our hometime stunner. Or you could be Laura in Manchester, a community nurse sweltering in a car, 29 degrees. Ah, and we've got Phil Taylor has been on. He says, I found my place in the sun watching a place in the sun. He sent a photo of what <laughs> appears to be uh, the den that he's living in. He's got... Um, he's got like this, you know, he's one of these people where the sun's cracking the flags outside, but he's got the curtains nearly drawn. I'd want to go in there and open the curtains and open the window and say, Phil, mate, you're missing the best of the day. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. If anyone's doing any form of manual labour in with the vicinity of my dad, whether you're like a plaster or anything like that, he'll always try and ask them about how you do it. He's one of those people who's the direct opposite of me. He, he, he asks people questions and learns how to do it so he can do it himself next time. <laughs> Whereas I'll just get someone to do it because I feel like I'm too thick. You refer to it being uh, a hot Thursday. Definitely what I can see in front of me is a very hot Thursday. Yeah. Uh, looking beautiful in all your uh, your sporting attire. Thank you very been much. been going on today. Hometime uh, stunner. Uh, let me just describe what I see in front of me. Uh, there is uh, a, a black sports top. Then you've got sports shorts over very tight leggings. Thank you very much. Yeah. And I've also got that, bought some little tiny, you know those little socks that you Anklet have? socks. Yeah, they yeah, are. Very little sporty socks. Because previously yeah. before I was wearing kind of like big normal office socks with my sports shoes and double rolling them up and what they do is they slowly come unraveled so you end up with toes like clown's feet. And you it's look not like good. A, a very sporty milk tray man. Thank you very much. Well I've been playing badminton today. Ah. Badders. Bit of lunchtime badders. And do you know the one thing uh, every time when I go and play badminton uh, on a Thursday with producer Brian, one thing I always think, oh my God, that's such a great idea. Uh, there appears to be a lunchtime 30-minute game football league going on at the Leisure Centre where we play badminton. Great idea. So if you work in that vicinity, uh, what you can do, rather than having to stick around in the evening and, and like organise football and all this kind of stuff, if you've got four or five mates, you can go into this kind of lunchtime league and you only play, you know, because most people's lunch breaks are no longer than an hour, like at best 45 minutes. You can go down there for an half an hour game and you're in the league, that's your game done, that's your fitness for the week. And then you can just go home conventionally. That is, I have to say, since we've been doing this show since yeah. September, it's great. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing about it that I don't like, is that it is, is having to hang up my five-a-side career. That's it, isn't it? And there that's is, quite a tough thing to actually exactly, come to terms yeah, with. To, like, you may think, never play again. To think I've played my last five-a-side game is quite depressing. And it's a thing that I won't get to watch the people doing the synchronised swimming exercise at Hockley Leisure Centre in Essex to walk to their <laughs> pitch because I used to play on a Wednesday night. Can't do it now because the game was at eight o'clock. Oh, do you know what I mean? Maybe we'll have to... Well, no, we, could, we couldn't even do this lunchtime one. We couldn't That's do this lunchtime one because we're getting ready for the show. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. 
Absolute Radio. I've just been talking about sneaking in sports. Very impressed with the people when I went to play badminton earlier on today. Playing a bit of lunchtime 30-minute game football. That's clever. Nice little window. And Richie and I just lamenting. Although we love doing this show, it means that we've had to hand in our guns in terms of five-a-side football. And Stack, one of the lads used to play with, says Bush will have to come back and make a cameo appearance at Clements Hall one Monday night. Hashtag Hockley. Hashtag Monday Night Football. I'd love to, mate. But like you say, the game is on whilst we're on air here. Now, I'm going to say something that isn't for Bush to say himself, but he's actually very good. Oh, thank you very we've, much. We've played against each other on a couple of occasions. You are, uh, I would describe yourself as a, as a gangly midfield terrier. <laughs> gangly if there is midfield terrier. such a thing. And you're quite the goalkeeper, Mr Richie. I, I, it doesn't look like I'd have the reflexes, but uh, but yeah, cat-like. Just a cat that's uh, had a few sl- <laughs> sleeps and eaten a lot of whiskers. But... He's known as the wear but, uh, puskas. <laughs> I nearly said bag puss because you were going on about cats. And that's would be, fair enough. That wouldn't be fair, would it? Uh, we talked about sneaking in uh, a sport... If you can, Jake from Bermondsey says, I sneak in a few games of pool at the pub before I leave for work. Come on now. I'm I'm not sure, first of all, if it's a sport, if it takes place in a pub. But it's pool. I mean, pool, do they have like international pool tournaments and stuff like that? Yeah. They do, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it classed as a sport? It's a tricky one, Jake. I'm not sure you're sneaking in sport if it's in the pub. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. We were bemoaning the fact that you and I both had to hang up our uh, five-a-side boots due to the fact that we finished work at seven o'clock, don't get home till about half, half past eight. It's all gone, the career's over. Is that it? Is that the end? I think it must be. Oh, I hope it's not the end. But we do want to hear from you this evening if you do sneak in a sport. Barry says, once or twice a week, I do extra Brazilian jiu-jitsu at lunchtime tops up the three or four evening sessions that I do. That is incredible. Do not mess with him. He sounds as hard as nails. Ben says he gets up at 5.30 most days and goes for a swim before work. Mrs Ben is asleep, none the wiser. Can you imagine even doing that? I I would be asleep at about three o'clock in the afternoon. I guess if you're going to sneak in swimming, you've got to do that beforehand, because if you sneak it in after work, you're going to come home smelling of chlorine. Someone's going to smell a rat. They're going to know what's going on. And please, I hope he's not one of those people that has flippers on their hands. Have you seen that? (laughs) I've seen that. People do that in pools. It's just out of order. And we were also debating earlier as to whether pool was a sport. I think it was Jake who had got in touch saying that uh, he does that before before heading home (laughs) in the pub. And uh, Rob tries to clarify this by saying it is only a sport if you've got to change your shoes. I think that's a fantastic rule. Surely that puts it to bed. 8, 12, 15 if you think otherwise. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Stereophonics, Thousand Trees, final song of today's Absolute Radio 90s on Hometime Absolute Radio. Bush and Richie, two retired, uh, five-a-side, semi-professionals who just don't have the time to squeeze in the sport anymore. We had glittering careers, but maybe it is time because of our working hours to hang up our boots. Uh, We're wanting to find out from those of you who do try and squeeze in a little bit of sport in the small windows of life we have. Sometimes, though, we're actually quibbling as to whether it's a sport or not. Uh, Dave in Hull says, do e-sports count? No shoe change takes place there. Oh, what, these people who, pl- who get, they actually get paid quite a lot of money to play like Call of Duty and stuff like that against each other. Yes, which is not a sport, it's a computer game. So Dave, in answer to your question, no. <laughs> hey, you remember Jack, uh, Jake who texted in earlier on about sneaking a bit of pool yes. in? Yes. Uh, he's phoned in to defend himself now. Jake's on the line. <laughs> Pool's not a sport, is it, mate? Of course it is, especially when you're having a few beers. <laughs> That's the so, I mean, we're talking about sneaking in sports. Is this sneaking in a sport or not? Of course it is. Pool's a sport, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not sure it is, mate. 
Come on. How many calories do you think you are um, getting rid of <laughs> as you play? I'm gaining calories. <laughs> Which doesn't help the argument, Jake. Jake is getting bigger by the week, and I don't mean his poor <laughs> reputation. My belly's, my belly's bigger anyway. Don't worry about that. Right, what's the routine then, Jake? Do you put 20p on the corner of the table? I haven't played pool for years. Is that still a thing, uh, 20p? It's, it's paying coins now. 20p, isn't it? Oh, wow. <laughs> it's really gone yeah, expensive, isn't it? Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I can't deny that I may have gone a little bit summary with my picks for 80s versus 90s tomorrow. I really... Oh, re- I didn't even think about that. Well, it's too late now, isn't it? I need, to, I need to change. I need to change these and go with the summer hits. I shouldn't have given you that intel. Who won last week? You did just. Thank you very much. I knew that all along. <laughs> just, want to, just want to hear it from you, from you directly right now. That's not fair. I've been on edge today. I will explain why. The car has been in for a service, and I find it a very edgy day when that happens. Can I say, uh, for you, you're a man of routine and so on and processes. I am, yeah. It's quite a big thing for you, uh, putting your car in for a service. This has happened, like, a couple of times, I think, in the in the course of knowing you, where it's you, you've taken, like, some, like, almost like the morning out to go and do it, and it's quite a big thing. Got to get it there for eight o'clock. Yeah. And then you're just watching your phone for the rest of the day, waiting for the phone call. Like, you know, the lady at the service desk did say to me, she said, don't worry, Mr Firth, we won't do anything to your car without speaking to you first. And it's, for me, when when someone says something like that, it's almost as if... You're worrying as if it's your child. I imagine you pacing up and down in the waiting room like in EastEnders when someone's had an accident. You know, like Phil Mitchell's there and stuff. When they come out, come to the door, do you stand up? You know the way they do with the doctors. <laughs> yeah, Any news, exactly sir? That. Well, these days they also send you they send you a video of the undercarriage of your car to to give it some kind of health check. Really, it's, everything for me makes it so much more dramatic. I would. I would say it's it's one of those things in life that is a little bit like it's another child. Yeah. Do you have things that you worry about as if it's another child? It's not a child, but you worry about it as if it was. I'm almost ashamed to say my board game collection. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> I, I've spent years buying these little board games, and I love them. It, it brings joy to my heart, and I love I love playing board games and collecting them. If if something happened to them, I don't know what I'd do. Obviously, I love, I love, you know, my kids and my other half, Katie, and that. But if something happened to me, board games, I don't know what I would do. Do you know what I mean? I, so it's one of those ones, the, the stereotypical. You would, you, you would, you would pull them out of the burning house. I genuinely would go in there and then make sure that they didn't in any way crack up if I was chucking them out into the back garden. Here's I mean? a question: Is there something in your life that you worry about as if it's a child that's not a child? Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Mir actually tweets to say, I was the same today. My car was in for an MOT in service from nine this morning. I've only just got it back. Ooh. A full day of thinking, it doesn't usually take this long, only for them to say, yeah, it's all fine, just topped up your windscreen washing fluid. Uh, could you text him back and see what they did with his ad blue? <laughs> and tell him, did he know about ad blue? Apparently it's pig's urine. Uh, let's go down that road again. Rob the Builder says, the worst, uh, the thing for me that uh, I, I have more than, I love more than a child is the tools in the back of my van. 
van. Now, you see, there's always worry about that. You see the signs on the back of vans, don't you? Wouldn't that be the worst thing ever if someone nicked your tools out the back be of your awful. van? Be awful. Be awful. Very low blow. Nameless text here says, just ask my fella. He replied, yes, my chainsaw. <laughs> Imagine your chainsaw <laughs> being your pride and joy. Luke from Barwell says, my Mark II Golf GTI is my third child. My daughters aren't allowed their grubby fingers near it. Uh, Martin's hanging on to talk to us. This could be good. Mort- uh, Martin, what is it in your life? Uh, it'll be my plastering trowel. I wasn't expecting that. I'll be honest with you there, Martin, mate. Tell us about your plastering trowel. Well, if you're a plasterer, a brand new trowel is no good to you. So you need one that's worn in. Now, I've had mine 20 years. It's a Marshall town with a red handle, but because I've used it so much, where my thumb and forefinger have used it, it's worn down to black. So, wow. And what would so, you do uh, if you lost that or someone borrowed it and didn't give it back? What kind of uh, state would you be in? Uh, well, first of all, I wouldn't lend it to anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> and two, I've got one backup trowel, which is partly broken in. So, but uh, yeah, no, I'd be absolutely gutted if a if it broke or got lost. Or Can I ask a novice's question? What's so bad about a brand new trowel? Sounds good. Sounds like a good thing. Uh, <laughs> um, you'll, you'll be getting loads of texts in from plasterers now because the because the blade is sort of uh, machined and square. Uh, it leaves marks in the plaster, so oh, there you go. Well, it could be a line go. of business. What if Richie and I got into a business where we, we broke in trowels for plasterers? <laughs> <laughs> there are, you, you can sort of artificially do it, and they do say it's broken in, but it, it needs to be used so for it to, to, for it to work properly. So Bush and Richie's distressedtrowels.net. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's launch. <laughs> Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Jim and Ritchie, I did a brilliant bit of radio earlier on when we played uh, David Bowie's Life on Mars and I was saying, forget Life on Mars, it's a little bit like we're all living on Mars today because it's <laughs> so hot. I do, yes. And I got, I got the plaudits for it, didn't you I? You did, you did, yeah. I really did. However, it's just been ruined from uh, Matt in Amesbury who says, guys, Mars is cold, try Venus, that's hot. Or Mercury, but that's only hot when it's in the sun. This is embarrassing. I could have told you that if I thought about dear old Brian Cox's show. Yeah. We spoke to him about when he came in. Mars is obviously a step further away from the sun than us. I thought Venus was miles away, one of the outer ones that no one's bothered with. I genuinely thought Mars was right next door. I mean, it's red for crying out loud. But it's, still, <laughs> it's red. It's still further away. But it's red, so it's hot. Uh, Brian's not there. Dr. Brian's not there to back you up now, is he? No, Richie, he's mate? not, no. If no, you love not. him so much, then why don't you marry him? <laughs> Ten weeks of tickets continues all this week. We're giving away tickets to go and see Neil Young and Bob Dylan live at London on Friday the 12th of July as we play our game Who Claims Wins. Let's go to Melanie, who's contestant number one. Is it hot where you are, Melanie? Hi, Bush and Richie. Hi, Indeed, but I'm still sat in the air-conditioned office at work at the moment, so oh. not too bad. So are you going to go and sit in the garden when you get home? What's the plan? I'm actually off to see my mate this evening, so we're going to go walk her dog. She's cooking me dinner, and I'm sure we'll be sat enjoying the garden. Oh, sounds like a lovely evening. What are you going to have for dinner, just out of curiosity, do you know? I don't have a clue. It's a surprise to me. Do you know what? Richie's wife cooked us a lovely lasagna last night. Steer her down the route of a lasagna. Well, for me? Yeah. I'm a vegetarian, so it'd have to be a veggie lasagna. Not as good as a real one, but it's fine. (laughs) Uh, let's move on to contestant number two. Who is Gareth? Is it hot where you are, Gareth, right now? Uh, yeah, it's, it's quite hot here, yep. All right, and where are you right now? Uh, Birmingham. OK, any more specific? <laughs> are, you, are you at work? Are you at home? 
<laughs> um, at home, just got, just got home from work. Okay. Good man. Well, get yourself outside. You're missing the best of the day. <laughs> uh, right, let's give you some rules, because that's what we're all here for. Um, we're going to give you a random topic. It's got many possible answers. Melanie, you will have the chance to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds. Gareth, you will then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Melanie. Whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that. And if that player manages it, they win the tickets. If they don't... They lose the tickets. A fiendish game that we call Who Claims Wins. Right then, Melanie, how many top 15 boys or girls' names from 2000 do you think you could name in 30 seconds? Uh, I will go four. Four. Four for Melanie. Gareth, how many do you think you can name? Do you want to uh, challenge Melanie to do the four or do you reckon you can name more? I'll go for six. Six. six for Gareth is back with you, Melanie. How many do you think you can do, or do you want to challenge Gareth? I'm going to go for ten. ten. Ten for Melanie now. Gareth, do you think you can name more, or do you want to challenge <laughs> Melanie to do the ten? I'll challenge. I would. Oh, yes. Okay, <laughs> Melanie, 30 seconds. Go for it. Okay, I'm going with uh, Joshua, Christopher, Nicholas, Sarah, Jessica. Samantha, Lauren, William, Brandon, uh, Kayla, Abigail, Matthew, Michael, Olivia, uh, Emily... Uh, Time is up! Time is up. Sounds like a slightly hectic version of that Lou Bega song. (laughs) (laughs) Mambo number five. Good callback. Okay, so you claimed you could name ten. Let's see how many you did as our judges uh, confer here. (laughs) Our producer, Adam, is just not making eye contact with us. It's as if he's got bored. What's what's going on over there? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Ten was what she claimed. He's writing it down. He's writing something down. Writing it down. I'm afraid you only managed nine. Nine. Oh, no. Sorry, Melanie. So close. But de facto, that means, Gareth, you are going to go and see Neil Young and Bob Dylan on the 12th of July in Hyde Park. Congratulations. Fantastic. Thank you. That's all right. He's a man of few words, but I like him. (laughs) It's the heat of Birmingham, Bush. That's what it is. It's the heat of Birmingham. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So it was supposed to happen a couple of weeks ago. It got rained off, then it got delayed to the point where Richie and I started to suspect that the government were trying to make it stop happen. But it did actually happen last night. That's right, we did our big burn. Live from Richie's back garden, uh, Richie and I finally got round to using his fire pit and destroying a a healthy collection of terrible signs. We've declared war on those awful signs that people have in their houses, like, bless this mess, you don't have to be mad to work here, but it helps. Live, laugh, love, and laughter. Mottos that when you see them up on someone's wall, you think to yourself, ooh. One of the ones we burned last night was actually someone you hang on your door, which somebody had sent in, (laughs) and it says, I'd rather be watching Friends. (laughs) I mean, who's going to do that on a door? It deserves to go up in flames. And it did. It really, really did. But overall, wasn't it great to get going on it after, like we were saying earlier, on. We had the delay with the rain, then we had to delay it for a couple of other things, and I thought it wasn't going to happen, but it was really satisfying to get it going. It is the hope the life, hope in life that kills you sometimes, but sometimes that build-up uh, means it's very, very exciting when you finally get to that moment. And I think it's fair to say that thanks to your help, all your suggestions on how yep. to get that fire going, we had all the materials, we were ready. 
we'll put in the uh, some paper we'll put in uh, the lint we'll put in the vaseline cotton wool and then we'll build a wigwam of signage around it and then i'll light it perfect there you go, Richie, just describing the, uh, the table of different fuel types that we had there. Particularly, uh, I want to just tip my hat to you for bringing out of the blue some lint from your uh, tumble dryer, which was suggested by one of the FC Radio <laughs> listeners, wasn't it? Uh, we, we had a lot of uh, people of the scouting community get in touch with us earlier this week with a lot of tips. Yep. The Vaseline was popular, uh, as was the Doritos. We never got round to using the Doritos. Interesting, but... you're still... <laughs> going on saying Vaseline in that particular way, saying Vaseline. In its correct With way. With a Z. Uh, but other people were obviously getting in touch and suggesting lint. I, I don't think the scouting community would be over the moon with how you actually lit the fire. Have a listen to this. <laughs> this is how Ray Mears does it, isn't it? It's like yeah. a hob lighter. Yeah. We've come all the way over here to light this pyre up with a hob lighter. I feel like I'm a little bit too close to the uh, <laughs> to this. I'm going to move back a little bit. Because we, we put a lot of Vaseline on this. We don't know how it's going to go. So there you go. I couldn't believe it. We, you know, we had Vaseline, we had all this different fuel type stuff going on, and then he brings out the hoblighter from the kitchen. I'm actually really disappointed. Um, you can see what happens now uh, by heading to Absolute Radio's Facebook page, or it's it's on our Twitter page as well. You can see the the polished video. But unfortunately, in that video, you you do clearly see me lighting it with like a, a, a gas hob lighter gun I, it did it's do the trick shameful. Well, yeah, it did, it the, did trick, the trick in the end it's not the image that we were after was it there it we wasn't. were you know taking the war to all these horrible mottos and we set them going with a gas hob igniter gun it, it wasn't Andy McNabb was it <laughs> it, really wasn't. it also wasn't all plain sailing last night if you watch the video uh, we've been talking about uh, you know doing things that look like the opening 10 minutes of the TV show Casualty and being close to death. We'll tell you next what nearly happened and nearly brought the house down. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, if you want an idea of exactly the kind of stuff that we're talking about here, uh, Favas has just tweeted us some stuff from her house and she's got, all you need is love and a dog. Uh, it's hanging up on the door. Uh, when life gives you lemons, grab the gin and tonic. That's also in our oh, kitchen. Oh, that well. would have gone. This is the kind of stuff we're trying to take off the streets. Uh, and we did that last night with uh, my fire pit in my back garden. So check the video out online. Um, obviously, Bush and I are here today and we're in good health, which is great. But there mm. were times last night that I felt like we'd bitten off more than we could chew. I went home in the taxi feeling like uh, I, I smelt like an arsonist. <laughs> We were a little bit too close to the fire. Uh, we didn't make that many preparations in terms of getting stuff ready. If, if it was to kick off... Which it didn't. It didn't. We were fine. But I feel like, looking back on it, we were probably a little bit closer to the edge than we I needed to be. I know where my own hose is. <laughs> That's a great bit of advice, Richie. Uh, his... Oh, God. Didn't mean it like that. Have you got that on a stencil somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, here's a little clip of it. When things start to get a little bit dicey last night, it's coming up nice now, isn't it? It's great. Isn't that coming up nice? I can feel the warmth actually licking off it. The mm. Our love is what makes this house a home is actually warming me up quite nicely there, actually. <laughs> going to move a bit further back. Yeah, we're just going to move around this way a little bit. That's smoking up quite a bit, isn't it? <laughs> that is smoking up quite a lot. <laughs> Look at it go. Listen to us. Cowards dragging his, uh, his garden yes. furniture out of the way. That is the sound of uh, patio furniture being dragged aggressively across blocked paving. In, in our defence, by the way, obviously these are quite cheap and tacky signs that we're getting rid of here. They've got quite a lacquer on them that goes up with a particular ferocity. No one tells you about the lacquer, do they? Have um, a little listen to this. This is when a little smoke pop scared the life out of me. That is amazing. Look at it. <laughs> 
my God, that front of my back. Did you hear that noise? I did hear it, and on, <laughs> on reflection, it's, it's quite a dainty little pot, my friend. Have a listen again. Oh. oh, my God, that front of my family there. Play it one more time. In my head, I'm picturing a cap gun. It nearly died. I nearly died. Listen. Oh, oh my God, that front of my family there. <laughs> anyway, look, if you want to watch the video, it's on our Facebook page right now. You, you can judge for yourselves. vouchers are now worth double at Tesco Mobile, so use them to lower your monthly phone bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Richie, that's not a fire pit, it's an oversized ashtray, says Chris now, on now. Facebook. Look, come now, on. Now. You try and do a nice thing and decommission these rotten signs with these terrible mottos on them, Yeah, and that's what someone says. What is the name of the guy, that the drugs baron guy that you watch the, the thing on Netflix about? Oh, Narcos, and of course his name is uh, Pablo Escobar. So, the, the, the people... What, sorry, what was that? He's done it again. Pablo Escobar. Oh, my God. When will this end? I feel like we need to get all these out in the open. Every, every week I'm finding a new one. What was Paella the other night? Paella. Oh, okay. Ca- carry on, what is your point? You don't... Imagine all the people who've caught and, you know, managed to seize all of the contraband from Pablo Escobar. Yes. Uh, people don't get on the Facebook page of the Colombian police wherever and go on about the fact they've got a terrible trestle table. <laughs> That's a very, very good Do you point. Know what I mean? Yeah. So, Chris, you've been told. Shut up, Chris. Uh, Kerry says, Fire Pit, I am in you. Hashtag blessed. You see, that's more the spirit. Nom nom indeed. And Ian Pardo has come up with a brilliant slogan for us. Bear in mind, we did have Vaseline. He says, Live, laugh, loop. <laughs> Which is another motto. You will, yes, it is. You will, you will see on the video, if you watch it, not just my oversized ashtray, but you will see that Bush and I were two men that were very much out of their depths. We were. At times, those flames were nearly licking us. The thing is that Richie and I have both recently watched Chernobyl, and if you uh, watch Chernobyl, there's that bit where the the uranium burns and it's kind of a blue flame. Mm. And I'm sure at one point off the Bless This Mess sign, there was a blue flame (laughs) shooting up 30 feet in the air. Are you saying that that must have been some kind of radioactive graphite that was was, on that sign then? It was such a horrible sign that I I wouldn't put it past it. (laughs) So, yeah, I I did... uh, Genuinely, though, I did feel a, a bit of panic because I was worried that um, the flames were arcing over. They were going quite close to your your Arsenal gnome that I got you for your birthday. Yes, yes, and, and then it changed really direction towards the, uh, uh, the 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 garden furniture, which has to be moved very quickly. So, look, if there's times in your life where you have suddenly found yourself very out of your depth, share them. It'll make Bush and I feel better. Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. So one of the main takeaways from tonight's podcast is that you need to go and look at the video. If you go to Absolute Radio's Facebook page, facebook.com slash Radio, our Big Burn video is there. Richie and I setting fire to those terrible signs uh, in his back garden. We're having a bit of stick on Twitter and on Facebook about a range of different things. A couple of people made comments about the size of your fire pit. I know, I know. I mean, just awful people. Philip Coots has just said on Twitter, just noticed that Bush and Richie have a passing resemblance to Laurel and Hardy. In what way? I'd, exactly, uh, Phil. Could you get back in touch, mate, and clarify? One of those is gangly, one of them is short and portly. What are they trying to say? Don't understand. Don't know what you're talking about. Bill Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> it's the podcast has officially come to an end. 